0: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: All right, welcome back to Blue by ninety. I am Justin, joined by Jack today. Caitlin is sleeping, and mm-hmm. I mean it is about midnight on the third we're recording this after the michigan iowa game we were at the game today first of all 9 p.m midweek games can get the fuck out of here that's first and foremost
1: yeah you know maybe if we were still in college and it was like hey let's let's go to the game and then let's go to Skeeps afterwards maybe we'll go to cantina where you know continue the party but i've got to be up in
2: four hours. Not so fun. Not so fun. Not as fun when you're, when you have to be an adult and do adult things, which I don't recommend. I'll be honest for anybody. I mean, it's for the birds. It's very much overrated, (laughs) but uh, I like 9. PM games should be illegal. They used to have the big 10 network games that were 6. PM and 8. PM, which were fine. I mean, at least that's, you know, that's doable to get home, leave Leave Chrysler at 10 o'clock. I don't know. That's normal. But when you're leaving Chrysler at 1115, getting home 1145, like, yeah, no, everyone's like, oh, where are the fans? Where are the fans? It's fucking 11 <laughs> o'clock. Like, if I was a, I mean, obviously we're adults, but we, neither of us have kids. If I was a full grown adult with kids, like, there's not a chance I'm awake. You sound so fucking old right now. I know, and I know. (laughs) I'm I'm like, well, I mean, it's not like I'm – listen, I did have beers. I had drinks at at the game. Don't tell anybody. Um, Don't tell anybody how we did that. But, like, I had my drinks Went midweek. I enjoyed them. I had – you know, it's a Thursday. I did it. I'm feeling great. We're recording this at midnight. But I'm just saying it's – God – it's just – it's annoying. Anyways, I think I'm really just annoyed at, like, how Michigan played tonight, too. I'm already kind of on one. I don't know. Were you just as frustrated as me? I know we sat next to each other watching the game, but, like, that was just, like, frustrating to watch. Um, yeah, there were parts, for sure. And, you know, I try to – you know, hear
1: the negatives, some of the positives here. I try to keep it positive, but – All right. Um. <laughs> uh the i mean we talked about on the way back to the car that it was the timely turnovers that michigan had that i feel like was really the most frustrating thing i mean those what was that dude's name bohannon and uh keegan murray keegan murray i mean they were just hitting shots that you can't stop i mean there's they're they got a hand in their face and you know they're still they're hitting everything so for me it's like i'm not going to get frustrated over something like that but the costly turnovers, that frustrates me. The referees not giving Michigan any calls and giving Iowa everything is frustrating to me. There there were a couple of times where you and I were both talking. I looked like Michigan's offense was kind of stagnant, standing around. Like
2: that was frustrating to me. But uh the overall, one time the one sorry, sorry to interrupt, but the one time that you're talking about the, the offense being stagnant, I think it was um Musa was like in the corner and Musa's right within the three point line but he has kind of nowhere to go. He settles for a 15 foot jumper from the corner which I'm sorry, I like Musa's offense. That's not a high percentage shot for anybody let alone Musa Diabate. But the problem isn't as much his shot. It's that there were four other guys out there just standing around, not trying to cut to the hoop, move, trying to get open at all. So that's why he's forced to take that shot. Now it rims out or whatever it did, but like, man, it just feels like there are times with it when this offense clicks, and then there are times where this offense looks like it's just blah. It's about as blah as it can get.
1: Yeah, and and there should never be a time in any game that Michigan plays that Musa's. 10-15 10-15 feet from the basket and the rest of the offense is standing around. Right. That, you should try to bail him out. <laughs> right. You know, you don't want Musa going to ISO 10 to 15 feet from the basket. Now, if he's in the post, I get it, but still you gotta try to at least move around the perimeter just in case he gets double teamed, you can get an open shot. I guess that eh, I don't know. Like it was almost like there was like, hey, let's just like not do shit for the next two minutes and then like we'll have a game plan after that.
2: Yeah. I mean, I get it. They're going to be, their legs are going to be tired, right? They're, they've played, you know, how many games in five days or whatever it is, three games in five days. I get it. But, you know, it just, it's not like that's the first time we've seen that all year. Um, You know, obviously I think tonight just kind of wasn't their night. Unfortunately, it wasn't Michigan's night because they had good looks early and they just weren't falling. And then yeah. that put them behind early, and they were playing catch-up all game. Um, but going back to what you said about Bohannon and Keegan Murray, you know, obviously we watched them hit those shots, but then I look back at their stats just now, you know, Keegan Murray four for four from three, and Bohannon five for seven from three. It's like, okay, yeah. you know. But you know, when, when their top two scorers are, you know, hitting, going – nine for 11 from three, it's like, what are you going to do there? Well, and you that know? Chris Murray, dude was nine, 11, nine for 11 from the field and one of two from three. <laughs> he, he so had 19. then they're, they're big, dude. But that's also like, hey, their big dude is not nearly as big as Dickinson. Hunter, let's play some D, right? You know, and I think he was one-on-one with Musa a decent amount, too. But, like, I'm just like, man, we're <sighs> – I, I will say I love Phil Martelli, but they haven't played a lick of defense since Juwan was is has left. And
1: I I do want to give Michigan the benefit of the doubt tonight because there were plenty of times where we were watching Michigan play defense and they're getting called for for a foul, for doing nothing, for playing defense, literally. Yeah. When Devontae Jones got called for a foul, and he was literally just like he was like this. They were just, like, like bumping up, each like, other, yeah. Bumping each other, and, and the the shooters creating the contact, and Devontae gets called for the, for the foul. I mean, Iowa had the refs in their back pocket all game. That doesn't help anything. Um, Iowa, yeah, they were the better team. I mean, we just rattled off those stats. When guys are shooting 4 of 4 from 3, 5 of 7 from 3, 9 of 11 from the field, I mean, the ball was just – it was just falling –
2: in the right places for Iowa tonight.
1: And it wasn't,
2: and it wasn't falling for Michigan. I mean, you look at Diabate, Diabate went two for nine, you know, and it ends with four points. You know, I think you have to get Diabate in the double digits for Michigan to win regularly. And when you're two of nine, I mean, I I think, I don't think it was all bad shots. I think it was just a couple bad bounces here and there. Um, But then also, you know, the guy that it's either – if Michigan wins, he plays well, and if Michigan loses, he doesn't, and it's Caleb Houston. And today he didn't play that well. You know, he went four for 12 from the field and two for six from three. And, you know, there's this a big difference from when Caleb Houston scores 17 points and goes three for four from three to what he did today – and honestly, I love the fact that he shot six threes, but also had, you know, drove to the lane and had six other shots that he put up as well. I think that's good for his future. Um, but you, you just, there's just a very big difference in how this team plays when he is on versus when he's off.
1: Yeah. And I think we can uh, put Hunter in that same boat, too. Cause when they lost to, what was it, Illinois? Yep. And Hunter went like pretty similar stat line, maybe three of 14 or something like that. And uh, when you've got a guy taking that many shots and mi- and making so little, like that's eight shots that he missed. And you can't expect him to make all eight of those. Let's say instead he goes seven of 12 from the field. That's still mm-hmm. three shots that you're taking and missing. That could be other opportunities for other guys. And we could say that for Musa tonight too. I mean, um, but Caleb Houston was the second leading second leading uh, shot taker for Michigan tonight, and he made twenty five percent, no, thirty three percent of his field goals.
2: Math is hard.
1: It, I thought, I thought it was, I, yes,
2: math is hard. <laughs> math is hard. I can't even
1: defend myself right now.
2: I know you want to know who I do want to highlight and it's perfect that it's on senior night, but Eli Brooks came out 17 points on seven for 11th shooting and three for seven from three. Honestly, this was the night that it felt like Eli finally was like, holy shit, nobody else is going to do this. So I'm just going to have to shoot. I I wish that we would have seen that Eli all year long. And I think this team would be different. But, like, he's been hesitant to pull the trigger all year. Finally, this uh, tonight, he was just like, all right, yep. Like, I'm going to just – even if I've got a hand in my face, I'm going to pull that shot. I love that. And I think he should keep doing that, man. Like, I don't know. I, sometimes he's, like, thinking too much about every how to get everybody involved and how to run the play, and I want him to just shoot the freaking ball.
1: Yeah. No, I agree with you. And, you know, I – I do think that like tonight, you could tell it, you could tell a difference. He was kind of more on attack mode than he typically is for for most games. Where for you, like maybe he's in his head a little bit about getting the ball out or making sure guys are getting the right shots. And it's it's not the like when we say that it's not the same as like when Brandon Johnson's is in his head. Like Eli still looks confident when he's out on the floor, but it finally felt tonight like he was like, yeah, I'm the go-to guy. I'm gonna go get some buckets. And even when he's, you know, not taking a bunch of shots in the other games, he's just passing the ball around. When he does take shots, they're good looks. And you know, I I I would like for Eli to shoot, you know, more and you know, be a little more aggressive on the offensive end, because even when Eli's aggressive, like tonight, like he's still getting other people the ball. Yeah. He's still moving around the floor and and creating space and. All that stuff for other guys. So I, I like when he like can attack like that. I, I loved honestly I love the way they played other than the fact that just shots weren't going down. Even Caleb, I thought I liked that he was a little bit more aggressive getting down in the paint. And uh you know, I like I'd like for him to play more like that, except to make the shots. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, honestly, I like the way that Michigan played tonight. Other than, you know, what we said in the beginning. There's they just a, didn't go down. I mean, it. Yeah, they just didn't go Some down.
2: shots just aren't going to go down. And obviously this team is, like, shown uh, throughout the year that they aren't, you know, it, they're not a, a great shooting team. And so you can't just expect them to be, sh- you know, shooting. Like, I don't know. But, but I think the f- most frustrating thing to me, and this is what I said to you on the way out, was, like, how, how do they go back and forth from being the team they were on Tuesday night against MSU yeah. to the team they are tonight? You know, it, I just don't understand. And it. it's like every other game, God forbid that they, that they put two in a row together here down the stretch. But, like, as a fan, that's the most frustrating thing. When you see them play with the emotion that they did on Tuesday night, obviously it's MSU. But, like, it's fucking senior night, man. Like, play for your guys. You know, let's be real, and we'll talk about this in a second. There's a very real chance that we don't see Eli, Brandon Johns, Devontae Jones, Hunter Dickinson, Caleb Houston, and Musa Diabate in a Michigan jersey next year. There's a chance. Like... Do I we think do or we don't? That we don't. Oh, never
1: mind. Sorry. So you're saying like all of them could be gone? I yes, that's what I'm saying. I thought you were
2: saying like we're not going to see them play on the same team next year. I'm like, yeah, like they're like they're leaving. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what I'm saying is like it, it's senior night, so wouldn't you want to like hey, let's play together one more time, possibly? You know, but it just feels like a lot of times they don't, it, there's just not that like oomph. There's not that like it factor it feels like um, where they're like, hey we want this that bad. They just don't, I don't feel like they have that. They have it sometimes but they don't bring it every day.
1: Yeah, and I uh I mean, I get I, I get it. I love it. I get it. I mean, you're coming off of a huge win against MSU. You know, just for Michigan, where they were at with everything going on, you know, Martelli's what first game, second game? Third. Against MSU? Oh shit, it was his third game. Yeah. Um I mean it's you know how everybody says like for Michigan State's football season, like playing Michigan's their Super Bowl. I feel like that was Michigan basketball's Super Bowl of this season so far, you know, and, and after such an emotional game like that, a huge game from Hunter and, you know, all the excitement that comes from that, you know, that can be draining too. And, you know, then you look at, you have Ohio State this weekend, who's another big rival. Um, you know, they're kind of moving up in the brackets so they don't kind of feel like they're fighting to get into the
2: tournament or something. Dude, they are, though. I'm sorry. I was just about to say, where do we go from here? They're still very much fighting. I mean, their last four buys, you know, I I think... Didn't they go up to, like,
1: a projected, like, 11th seed or something?
2: Yeah, but that's still bubble. That's, I mean... (coughs) Really? Lenardi, before the game... Oh, I I guess you have, like, the play-in... Yeah, you have the play-in game. So, right now, they're on the last four buys. I think they go down probably to like the last team that's on the last four buys right now. And if you lose to Ohio state, they're going to be back on the play in games. (laughs) And, Mm -hmm. and then you're forced to right now where they're at is they have to, in the big 10 tournament, they're going to play Indiana is, is what they're projected to for the first game. Guess where Indiana is Indiana right now is in a game is in a situation where it's, the only shot that they get into the tournament is if they win like two or three games. So they're playing for their life. So now you put yourself into a situation where you go into the big 10 tournament, you need to win, but you're playing a team that even needs a win even worse than you do. So like, dude, it just feels like they're backing themselves into this corner where they God, I, I don't know, man. I don't know. I agree. I, I don't I like where we're headed.
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't know, at this point, you just got to hope they go out and handle business in Columbus.
2: Well, every other game, right?
1: Every other game. We're on we're on track. We are on track. We said it we're last on- episode, right? Lost to Illinois or whoever the hell they played before Michigan State, and then they beat Michigan State. And I'm like, all right, well, we're probably going to lose to Iowa. And they lost to Iowa. So now well, they're, they're going to beat Ohio State.
2: There Lock it in. There you go. Um, so the... So where do you go from here? You you you've you've got. I don't want to say it's a must win at Ohio State, but it's it, you have to play play well. You have to come out and play well, um, and then that Big Ten tournament. I mean, I think you have to win one at least one game. So I'll I'll yeah. say if you if you lose to Ohio State, you've got to win two games in the tournament. If you beat Ohio State, you probably need to win one game. But where they're projected right now in the Big Ten tournament, guess what? You play Indiana. You want to know who's next on the on the bracket for them? Wisconsin. Wisconsin. I, so I can I, I can,
1: a, I can agree with you there. I think they need to win no matter how they do it, they need to win two more games. Whether it be Ohio State in the first uh their first game in the Big Ten tournament or two games in the Big Ten tournament. I, I think you're pretty spot on there. They need to win two games.
2: I think the frustrating thing to me is like, this was a very winnable game. You know, uh, yes, Iowa is twenty-two and eight. They're they're a really good ball ball club, and they've won now five in a row after beating Michigan. But like, this was like, all right, this should be a winnable game. You beat them on the road. You know, you you played well just now. Like, I felt like this was it. And I feel like they're – I mean, it's not even a feel. It's pretty obvious. There have been way too many winnable games in this season that Michigan has lost. I know. I'm being very downer. I get it. I know. but I'm trying to think
1: back to, like, what games specifically.
2: I mean, you think back to the UCF game. You think back to –
1: my brain doesn't go back that far i got the long term memory loss Seton
2: hall uh yeah. you know the minnesota game dude minnesota's like fucking the worst team in the big 10 what
1: is, like know? just like glancing at that what does uh michigan's average um what is it Margin of defeat, I guess that I'm talking about. Like, how how many points are they losing by when they lose games? Like, I feel like every time they lose a game, they're like blown out. It almost um, feels
2: like, I mean, like that's is. how
1: hot and cold they are. Like, like we were talking about earlier. Like, it's like they're either winning by 20 or losing by 20.
2: Yeah, you're that's actually a good call out because, like, all right, so today it was by 11, Illinois was by eight by eight. Yeah. Wisconsin's by 14 Ohio States by 11 Purdue's by, that was actually a close game by six Hmm. MSU. The first one was by 15, uh, 16 Illinois was by 15 Rutgers. Yeah. I mean, you're not wrong. Like it, there have been it seems like there's like
1: not and then that may be true for most games. Maybe it just seems more obvious for Michigan because we watch them so much, but it seems like they're always, yeah, it's always a double digit point differential, no matter yeah. which way it's going.
2: We're close to it, like eight or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, I mean, the only the only one possession loss they have all year uh is Seton Hall, which I mm-hmm. know like one possession, you know, you don't want to gauge it by that but like that's like the only i'd say close game where it was like kind of down to the last like minute every other one of these games is like you know they weren't really in it they didn't have a shot to win it near the end so i hope
1: somebody looks this up and they're like these fucking idiots every team does that the stats are here
2: yeah maybe
1: that's what i live for
2: i don't know but you're not wrong i mean the the lot. Law- The wins, it's the wins have been great. The losses have been really bad. That's Mm -hmm. what it's been um, this season. Um, I mean, I can't tell you how
1: many times it's like Michigan wins like a big game, and or they like play really really well, and I'm like, all right, all right, this is where they do it. It's where they turn it around. And then it's like a game or two later, it's like this is the same team. Like who 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 am I watching? And then two games later, it's like all right, now here we go.
2: They're back. Like here we go. And then it's like two games after that. What's going on? How many times has that happened this year? Because I like at least three. It 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 happened after the Purdue win at home. It happened after we dominated at Iowa. It happened Mm -hmm. after we beat Rutgers at home. Happened after uh, Michigan State win. Yeah. So like that's four in the last <laughs> that's that's four in since February.
1: I can feel yeah. the anxiety building in my chest when we talk like,
2: about this. <laughs> you know, it, it happened when they won 3 in a row at Indiana Northwestern uh and then versus Maryland like yeah. It Man. happened a lot. That's wild. Yeah. I mean the thing the frustrating thing so they've they've won multiple games in a row just One, two, three, four times this year. Two of them were the first two games of the year. Then San Diego State and Nebraska. Then it was Maryland, Indiana, Northwestern in a row. Then Penn State, Purdue. And that's it. And they've just gone back and forth. And the crazy thing is they've only had consecutive losses once. So, like –
1: So they bounced back from a loss well.
2: Yeah, but they can't string together wins. Yeah. Tough.
1: Again, that just sets us up for uh, another ass-whooping for Ohio State. Not – talk about football. Because we beat them in football, if you didn't know. Oh, did we? We beat them in football last year. So hopefully hopefully they get their ass-whooped on Sunday. I'm
2: reminded of that every day.
1: Oh, it's beautiful. That's pretty. It is pretty. I got a new, so I got a new desk. So like I have right. a my my desk now is like, um, it's like an L. And oh, and, like
2: an L-shaped desk.
1: Yeah. Oh, it's awesome. Are you <laughs> making fun of me? Or are you excited for me? Do I'm excited
2: know? for you, but you said like it, it's like an L. Dude, like the amount did, of things like I, that I have I in my really sure
1: in what I like to call my corner office. Okay. I'd say 60% of it is being held together by zip ties. (laughs) (laughs) Like, dude, I went fucking nuts with zip ties today.
2: Dude, zip ties are the goat. That's all I use at tailgates too. And everything all of a sudden becomes super stable.
1: I mean, dude, like dumb shit. Like there's this little attachment that like brings like part of the desk a little bit higher, you know? And uh, I zip tied my Chromebook to it. (laughs) because I only use this for the podcast. Literally it's zip tied on here.
2: You zip tied your computer to the desk.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I zip tied like all the cords are zip tied. I zip tied my ring light. That's supposed to stand on the ground to the ceiling. I zip tied my, uh, um, surge protector to the desk. <laughs> I mean, there's zip ties everywhere. It's insane. I have, a. Uh, I have a plate up here zip tied to the can light that's right above my head because it's too bright and I, it doesn't look right. The amount of shit in this basement that's just zip tied like if Heather actually like looked and didn't like not give a shit about my part of the basement, she would probably kill me.
2: Uh, uh, you you said a plate was is zip tied to the ceiling.
1: Uh, so like a paper plate. <laughs> not like fine china <laughs> this is art <laughs> Ooh, i like it picasso <laughs>
2: <laughs> what is that from i don't know it's on tiktok <laughs> oh
1: these tiktokers i know keeping me, us trendy me,
2: me and me and nunez i had to uh had to honor nunez with, <laughs> on senior night
1: shout out <laughs> senior night there you go
2: <laughs> shout out jaren false too senior night dude yeah. senior night yeah.
1: Not a great singer, but we support you.
2: I love him. He's it, Listen, he held his own in the middle of crisis in Michigan basketball during COVID. That's Kobe. true. He's like fucking – his first start in his life, and his biggest moment in, of his life, was against Kofi Coburn, who's oh, yeah. one of the largest human beings I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. And he was just like – they're just like, hey, Hunter's out. You have to go guard that guy. Oh, the yeah, the yeah, the guy that ha- his arms are as big as your head. Go try and guard him, please. Yeah, oh, yeah need, you're gonna be an all American tonight. No pressure.
1: Yeah, god, yeah, oh, I do not envy man. that.
2: All right, well, I need to go to bed. You need to go to bed. I need to finish
1: my no tie.
2: No tie. Oh, some late night no tie. Not bad. Shout out Dante Moore as well. Nice. Oh, yeah.
1: He was at the game.
2: Dante Moore's at the game. Five star uh uh recruit with Samaj Morgan, I believe it is. I want to say that's right. Yeah, so we gotta be close. Um our boy uh Cheryl Moore was there, Matt Weiss, mm-hmm. Ron Bellamy, Bellamy, whole squad. So mm-hmm. yeah, we uh you know I dude, if Dante Moore comes.
1: You know, I was telling you, and anybody that uh, that's listening this far into the episode, thank you. Yeah. I'm shocked. Um, this Alex, so this long, Alex orgy, um, freshman me? guy that came in. Censor yourself. Kinky. I'm sorry, um, dude. Check out his highlights. Like I'm actually about to go, like turn them on right now.
2: You turning on the orgy not, right now, late night?
1: Dude, exactly. It's insane. Perfect timing. Perfect timing. But, dude, this kid is like – I mean, he looks like a friggin' linebacker, like running back or some shit, but he's like six-something, got a cannon for an arm. I said he looked – I was telling Roe at the game, I was like, he looks like Tyrod Taylor back in Vatek.
2: I've heard that he's a combo of Cam Newton and Pat Mahomes.
1: Dude, I heard he's a (laughs) – is combo just two or is it any multiple?
2: Uh, any multiple for okay. sure.
1: He's a combo of not only Cam Newton and Pat Mahomes, but Joe Millon.
2: And Joe Mill and, and Joe
1: Millon, most importantly.
2: Yeah. Wow. Okay.
1: So I, I mean, go. I don't
2: know how you get better than that, really. Like really can't. So or why why are people not talking about Alex Orgy for QB one this year? Everyone's I know, talking yeah. JJ versus Cade. Nobody's and talking about
1: Davis. Orgy. Davis Warren. Davis forget.
2: Warren as well. Uh and Alan Bowman.
1: Yeah, three star. Speaking of Tyrod Taylor, he was previously committed to uh vatech
2: Tyrod Taylor. Oh, Orgy was? Orgy was, yeah. Oh. Huh. Is he a three-star?
1: Yeah. Three star QB, dude. I mean slept on.
2: I'm pretty sure if you are still listening, that that's got to be our guy this year, right? Hell, like, he's
1: our new Valari. Shut up, Valari. Q by ninety. Q's by ninety. Um, dude, if Valari legitimately
2: like gets uh, PT in a game this year, we're 100 percent driving to upstate New York.
1: Oh, for sure. I mean, he might be QB one. I have no idea what their um, core vector yeah. looks like or depth yeah. chart is, but. Dude, Villaris, he's no joke. He can sling it. He's not just a running guy. Yeah, yeah I mean, he probably has the best arm, I mean, outside of JJ. Best arm. Um, nah, I'm going to stop talking. He's yeah, good. yeah. I'm going to yeah, stop, stop along behind. Yeah.
2: But, damn, he can sling it. Danny Dimes. He can, Danny Dimes. Got it. You don't call him Danny Dimes for nothing. Yeah. All right. Well, before we go into too much of a rabbit hole, and thank you for listening this far, but we appreciate it. Um, we will talk to you guys next week. We'll see what happens on Sunday with Ohio state. And then at that point it's big 10 tournament time. So we'll have some, uh, content there. Spring ball is still going on for football and we'll have, uh, some baseball softball coming up too. softball.
1: Big win today.
2: Number. what did you say? 17 Kentucky 13. Michigan, Michigan was
1: ranked 19, and they shut out 13 Kentucky at Kentucky. They Actually, did, you know, like four nothing, five nothing, something like that.
2: I'm about to post this in the morning on Twitter. Kentucky's coach straight up gave a bottle of bourbon to Hutch on. I home saw home. that. That's <laughs> the coolest thing ever.
1: That's awesome.
2: That is uh, unreal. So I, I like up. my
1: bourbon too, man. We got. I got to make a trip uh, down to um, Kentucky sometime soon. I always forget. Yeah. That's like. Bourbon is – it can't be labeled bourbon unless it's made in Kentucky, right?
2: I don't know. I'm is that the rule behind like
1: it? That. I think that's what the rule is or something. Or
2: what something do you mean? Like that? Why would that be a rule?
1: I don't know. I swear to God it's a thing.
2: You think they can't – Hold on.
1: No, I don't think you can call it um bourbon unless so it's, it's like made Tennessee in like Tennessee
2: whiskey and Kentucky bourbon?
1: huh Hold but on,
2: whiskey, whiskey can Urban be made. Must be made. Be.
1: Oh, maybe it's. It said bourbon
2: must be made in the US. <laughs> dude, this is this is the dumbest thing you've ever said. No, I, dude, I swear. I swear I heard this. I'm not like, <laughs> this is not like, I'm so serious. Holy shit. That, I, I mean, there's no chance that this I'm is sure. real. Oh, my goodness. and now whiskey can only be made in the U.S.? That can't be real either. Like, Irish whiskey, you think it isn't made in Ireland?
1: (laughs) Okay, here we go, here we go, here we go. (laughs) Per the American Bourbon Association, in order to be classified as bourbon, a whiskey needs to be distilled from a mixture of grains or mash that's at least, fuck, that doesn't say anything about the U.S., (laughs) <laughs> bourbon,
2: stop awesome. it fuck dude
1: i'm gonna find this <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm gonna find this this is bothering me i'm, here, right, I'm going fuck. down a bourbon rabbit hole now
2: well jack tries to find that out if anybody can tell us anything that jack's Please, even remotely thinking of which i'm pretty sure he's false on all of it he's definitely wrong uh, but we appreciate you listening. Let us know what you think. You can follow us at BlueBuy90 on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. We're on the Maze Brew uh, YouTube channel.
1: I found and
2: it. Go I ahead. found it.
1: So it's, it's a thing, but it's not true, apparently. It says, you may have heard that in order to be a bourbon, the whiskey has to be from Kentucky. This is on a website, foodandwine.com, okay? Legitimate. That's not quite true. Bourbon can be made outside that state, but to be designated a Kentucky bourbon, the spirit has to be both distilled and aged in Kentucky.
2: Oh, oh, so for it to be called a Kentucky bourbon has to be made in Kentucky. Fucking groundbreaking news.
1: Well, no, but that's a, um, what I'm saying is that's a thing. Like, I, I'm not crazy. I heard this somewhere.
2: Next, you're going to tell me that Florida oranges are made in Florida. (laughs) I
1: fucking hate you. Now I feel dumb. Now I feel dumb. You should feel dumb. Just end it. You
2: 100% should feel dumb. All right. Thank you all for listening, and go blue. Go blue.